The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. This is your favorite co-host of Out of the Shadows podcast, Jim. Okay, well, maybe not your favorite co-host, but one of your two co-hosts from Out of the Shadows. I'm coming at you. I'm going solo this week. It's my turn. Um, unfortunately, it's my fault. I'm screwing up the recording schedule. I'm once again going out of town. So here I am coming at you. I don't want to leave you guys hanging without an episode for the week. I don't want to leave Chris hanging and make him scramble around to get something going. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to man up. I'm going to give you guys something to listen to. Hopefully it won't be too bad. Hopefully uh, I'll be somewhat entertaining, but we'll figure it out later. Anyway, this week I'm coming at you with a top five list, um, and I had a hard time coming up with what I should do uh, for for top five. Um, I know Chris did zombies already, so I don't want to do that. Um, I'm not a fan of werewolves, vampires. I don't know if I've seen enough to really touch on that. Um, And uh, I don't know, man. Uh, A lot of the other stuff I came up with is stuff I want to touch upon later in the show, um, have special episodes, whatever, whatnot. Uh, so I came to this idea, the idea I'm doing for the episode today. And that idea is top five group killers. And okay, I'm, I'm sure you're sitting there saying, what the hell does that mean? Okay, so for the parameters of this episode, group killers is defined as Uh, Any set of uh, group entities uh, that are killers, two or more, okay? Um, So anybody basically that's uh, not killing just by themselves, okay? So not Jason, not Freddy, none of that bullshit today. Um, So without further ado, let's get right into this. Uh, Number five, we're going to start off with the Fear Street Demons. What are you doing here? Tag, you're it. say Fear Street Demons, uh, I, I don't know, that's probably not a good name, probably uh, Fear Street Killers is probably a better name for them, um, but why are they on this list? Uh, they are on this list because they are fucking badass. Um, again, like Chris and I had said in the episodes, and again, if you haven't heard those conversations, please go back and listen, uh, but they're a fucking love letter to everything that has come before them in the horror genre. Those movies, all three of them, that's what they were, and these killers reflect that. Uh, but not only the, the nostalgia and the love letter aspect, but they're fucking brutal, man. 
Like when they put, um, when they put, uh, what the hell's the girl's name? Uh, not Dina, but her friend. They put her through the, the bread slicer, man, and her head got chewed up. And then they came and they killed the guy. Nobody was safe. Nobody was safe. These things were brutal and they were unstoppable. They were not going to stop until they, they did what they were there to do. Uh, and that's, uh, that's fucking scary, man. You're, you're, you're going up against something that you can't stop and it's an unkillable, uh, an unstoppable machine. Absolutely not, man. I'm, um, yeah, that's why they're on the list. Number four, the aliens from Mars Attacks. Probably thinking Mars Attacks. Really, that's not even a horror movie. Uh, no, technically, it's a comedy sci-fi. Um, however, I saw this movie when I was a kid. This movie came out in 1996. Uh, I saw this movie as a kid growing up, and these aliens were scary as shit. So, growing up to me, this movie was like what um, Full Moon High was to its generation. It was this off the walls, bonkers comedy movie, but it had. Those aliens were scary looking, man, with their brains and, and, and inside their helmets and everything, man. And then you had the the, the one female, uh, no, the one alien dress up like a female and infiltrate the, the the White House, and her cheek came off. It was weird, dude. It was it, it, for a kid. It's kind of spooky and kind of scary. So uh, I love these guys. Anytime I see this movie anywhere, I'm gonna put it on. If it's on cable, if it's on streaming, I love this movie. These guys deserve a spot on this list. There you have it, the aliens from Mars Attacks at number four. And number three, we are sticking around in the 90s. We are going to Woodsboro, California, and we are looking at Billy and Stu. Stu's flipped out. He's gone mad. We all go a little mad sometimes. No, Billy! Oh, fuck! Ah! Oh. Anthony Perkins, psycho. Hmm. Corn syrup. Same stuff they use for pig's blood and carry. Surprise, Sydney. Sydney, you look like you've seen a ghost. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, shame on you. 
we are talking about Wes Craven's 1996 meta slasher film, Scream. That's right, we're talking Billy Loomis and Stu Mocker. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, played respectively by Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard, also known as Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movies. Um, so why are these two on my list? Again, for the parameters of this show, they're considered a group. They're two people, not one. Um, I mean, come on, it's Scream, 1996. Uh one of the greatest, uh, especially of that time period, reveals of a killer in a horror movie. Um, had you go in the entire movie, who is it? Who's the killer? Who's the killer? Who's the killer? And then you find out at the end it's not just the boyfriend, but it's the boyfriend's friend. Giving them a perfect setup to get away with these murders because they can both be in places while the other one kills and nobody's going to suspect it. Um, Again, the movie in general is just phenomenal. One of the greatest slasher films of all time, uh, executed by one of the greatest horror maestros of all time, Wes Craven. Um, and, and yeah, how could they not be on this list? Again, shame on you if you don't know who these two are. Anyway, number two, we, I know we're kind of in the middle of this. We're two films in uh, our actual last two episodes. Um, but number two is The Firefly Family. I'm the one who brings the Christmas candy. Now tell me, who's your daddy? I'm the one who brings the devil's brandy. Who is your daddy? I'm the one who beats you when you're bad. Who is your daddy? talking uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, we're talking The Devil's Rejects, and finally, uh, which I still have to see, um, but we're going to be talking about it here coming up on the show, Three from Hell. Okay, so, the Firefly family. Uh, you have, obviously, right off the bat, House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, you have Baby Firefly, uh, played by Sherry Moon uh, at the time. Now, Sherry Moon Zombie, who is, uh, yes, Rob Zombie's wife, um, so you go from there, you've got, um, obviously Captain Spaulding, but we don't find out in the second movie that he's actually Baby's father. You have Mother Firefly, played by Karen Black, you have Bill Mosley as Otis, uh, and then you've got Tiny, and you've got, uh, Dennis Fimple as Grandpa Hugo. And so, yes, you have the Firefly family. Why are they on this list? Because they are fucked up, man. These people not only kidnap these people, uh, through all these years, they not only torture them, um, and then not torture them, but eat them. And then some of them they, they expose and um, give to Dr. Satan for horrific, disgusting experiments. Um, that's just messed up, man. These people are just screwed up. They're worse than um, uh, 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 the Hewitt family in Texas Chainsaw. I, I thought they were bad. And then I saw House of a Thousand Corpses and I said, God damn, these people just made the Hewitts look like a, a birthday party. Uh, clown quartet. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know, man. These people are just sick in the head. And the way Rob Zombie, you know, right from House of a Thousand Corpses, that dirty, gritty uh, 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 texture that he does to the film. And then not just that, but the set art and the set direction inside the house and the sets and, and the locations where these people are living um, and exposing these people to these decrepit and disgusting um, uh, conditions. Uh, and then torturing them there is just unbelievably gross and it's grimy and it's it's kind of off-putting. Well, not kind of, but it is off-putting. And it, 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 I don't know, man, it just scratches at you underneath the skin and it's gross. It's just gross. These people are gross. They're demented. Um, at the end of uh, Devil's Rejects, they deserve to get shot up in the car. As much as I was rooting for them, as fucked up as that is to say, they deserved it. Anyway, number two. Before we get to number one, um, I was coming up with this list, and uh, i got to tell you, there are um, a couple of honorable mentions that I would like to mention here. Um, again, I tried to stay away from uh, the popular ones. Some of these you might consider popular. Some of these are kind of just off the cuff and funny, but anyway, fuck it, here we go. Uh, honorable mentions. We have the Cenobites from Hellraiser. God damn, these guys are fucked up, dude. Um, if these guys appeared to me, I don't know what I would do. Um, I, I wouldn't be the same, I, and I don't think I'd be able to survive it. Uh, anyway, next honorable mention, the fucking toy soldiers from Small Soldiers. Um, granted, you can say, Jim, they're not killers, but you know what? They tried to kill people, um, and that's scary, man. I always hated in Poltergeist, that clown, when the clown came to life under the bed. I don't like when toys come to life, man. Um, granted, that was, like I said, a kid's movie, lighthearted, but still, I don't care. They're creepy, and they're on the list. Well, honorable mentions list. Um, next, we have the puppets from Puppet Master. Um, again, creepy. I don't like puppets. I hate the dolls with the eyes. When you lay them down, their eyes close, and you sit them up, and they have their eyes open. I don't like ventriloquism dummies. No thank you. No puppets. Next. Uh, zombies, uh, shout out to all the zombies out there in the world, all the different incantations. Um, you're great, keep doing what you're doing, um, and hopefully we'll get to you guys soon, I'm sorry. Um, next, honorable mention, we already talked about them, the Hewitt family, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, again, not as bad in my eyes as, uh, the Firefly family from House of a Thousand Corpses, but still equally as messed up and disgusting and gruesome and brutal. Um, although if it wasn't for them, we would not have the Firefly family. So let's keep that in mind as they are on this list of honorable mentions. Next, we have the cannibals in Cannibal Holocaust. If you've never seen this movie, um, and you're going to check it out, brace yourself. Uh, this movie is, uh, fucked. And it's not just the cannibals in this movie, it's the humans too, the anthropology students, um, and their guide in the jungles. Uh, man, this movie... Um, is fucked. Uh, the killing of live animals, I don't understand that. Um, we don't need that. I'm sorry that, to me, look, there's a lot of things that you can not cross the line with in my eyes when it comes to horror movies, but that crosses the line. Um, and again, just the, the brutality of the cannibals on these people, man. I get it. They, they eat people. They eat human meat, but like, good lord. Um, sticking poles through their bodies. Holy fuck, dude. Uh, Again, Cannibal Holocaust, the cannibals. Uh, next, honorable mention, uh, and the last on the list here, is the children from Children of the Corn. Um, Malachi. I don't know. None of them. Never. I, 
I ever drove into a town like that and it was just kids around, I don't care what the hell's going on. I'm heading the direction I came and I'm not looking back and I'm erasing it from my memory and it never happened. Um, this is the first uh, uh, Stephen King um, reference, really, that we have here on the show. I mean, I'm sure we've mentioned him before, but this is the first film that uh, we've actually brought up and, well, Anybody on the show is actually brought up and discussed. Uh, Stephen King, my all-time favorite writer. Um, the film is great. I know some people have problems with it. I like it. I enjoy it. I mean, we have Linda Hamilton. Uh, good Lord, man. She killing it in the 80s. Uh, but yeah, those kids were fucking creepy. No thank you. I'm going the opposite direction. And then especially at the end when the, the, the goddamn cornfield starts rolling around like ocean waves. No way, man. I do not mess with that. Goodbye. Good luck. Um, nope. Okay, so number one is The Strangers. More specifically, the second film, Strangers Pray at Night. <sighs> Killed one of yours. How's that feel, huh? How's that fucking feel? Okay, so why is this group um, one man and two women on the list? And why are they at number one? You're probably wondering. Um, because... To me, I've said it a million times, I like realism. Give me something real. Obviously, I love the, the, the way over the top, crazy shit, but give me something real, and that's going to be the scariest thing that I will ever watch. And The Strangers, I mean, the first movie knocked it out of the park, man. There is nothing scarier to me than somebody entering my home and torturing me and doing whatever they want simply because they can, simply because I was home. That is scary, dude. Um, but like I said, more specifically, The Strangers Pray at Night. Why? Because this movie is, oh my god, it's on another completely different level for me, man. Um, just everything about this movie. I love the soundtrack. I love the clip I played here by The Pool. With the, uh, Oh my god, dude, just everything about this scene. I saw this for the first time and I was just, I, I was mesmerized. I was baffled uh, at how great that scene was. Um, and I was surprised at how great this movie was as a sequel, because uh, generally, at least in my experience, uh, I mean, The Strangers wasn't that big of a movie, in my opinion at least, um, for it to have a successful sequel um, and a good sequel. However, I think they pulled it off, man. They pulled it off in style and they set the bar. Are they making a third one? I don't know. I kind of hope they do. I kind of hope they don't because I don't want them to fuck it up. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. 
Anyway, guys, this was my top five group killers episode. Um, Again, sorry to interrupt our normal programming. Uh, We will be back next week with the next Rob Zombie film in the series here for our interlude between 1981 and 1982, The Lords of Salem. If you guys have not gone to check out our social medias, please go and do so. We are on Twitter at OOTSpod. Uh, We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And we're on Slasher at Out of the Shadows Podcast. Please come. Please interact with us. Um, after hearing this episode, come to me. Give me your other recommendations for group killers. Maybe I'll do a second episode of this and revisit uh, and maybe shuffle my uh, my numbers around here. Uh, please give me some fodder to play with. Again, please comment with us, interact with us, leave us reviews. Um, please don't just leave us a one-star review if you don't like us and that's it. Give us feedback. How can we improve? What can we do to make the show more enjoyable for you? Um... What are we doing good that you want us to keep doing or what you would like us to do more of? Uh, Please, let us know. And I guess that's it. So uh, for Chris Chavez, for Jim Clark, until next time, guys, please remember to keep your eyes on the shadows.